Blog Talk Radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It is time for your update. We're going round one, round two, tournament updates. Nate is here with you and joining me in this venture tonight as we talk about the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. The one and only from the great white north, the man, the myth, the legend, the man with stone at the moment, Jim Yo, yo, yo. This is Tom Robinson. I'm overworked, oversexed, <laughs> and don't know where I'm at. Greetings from New Jersey. Nah, it's me, Tim, from the Great White North. How's everyone tonight? <laughs> and welcome back, sir. Uh, well, it has oh, been a, a, a wild tournament. Tell people about the pain, Nate. Tell them about the pain. Well, let's go ahead and look at the tournament brackets uh, in the Wide Man Can't Jump pod pool at the moment. Leading the the Wide Man Can't Jump pod pool, we have a handful of gentlemen. We have Mr. A. Altizer 22, who I know is my good friend Alex Altizer. And then we have Los Ingrenobles. Or excuse me, Los Ingrenobles Day NCAA. I have no idea who that gentleman is, but he's clearly a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan. So that may be Scott, uh, the great Scott. <laughs> and then I was, also ho- first- I was hoping from the from the Los part, the and the Mexican, uh, that it was uh, Armando. It could be. I don't know. Except I can't I mean, see Armando picking LSU to win the. You never know. Year. He'd have, you never... he'd have scratched LSU out and rode in 49ers. <laughs> but then Jordan Martin, J-Mart, he's up there up top as well, as well as Caleb Luther, a good friend of mine. Uh, but another man once trained by Bobby Blaze as a wrestler, Shane Storm, is all tied. for Those, are, those five gentlemen are tied for first place. Uh, and don't the uh, don't the don't forget. Uh, on the yeah, list don't forget uh, tw- tw- Twitter sensation Fritz von Molke. Don't forget that one. Yes, Twitter sensation Huge. Fritz von Molke, sixth Huge place right presence. now. Uh, I mean, my better R. Kelly, Miss Autumn Warrior. In no, she has nothing place. to do with that. That is really R. Kelly. Who are we kidding? R. Kelly's tears, as she's known as. Tim, you're not doing too bad. Uh, that ain't me. That ain't oh, me. Well. Your son that's, is not that's, doing too bad. That's, that's Matt. Yeah, Matt's is hanging. Matt's <laughs> hanging in there. He's hanging in there. Uh, Armando, I believe, was forty nine er guy. He's tied for thirteenth at the moment. Uh, yeah, just scrolling. No, not bad at all. A lot of people in this man. There was a lot of people here. Rafi Wong, who joined us uh, this past week, he's in here. Uh, he's thirty fifth right now, tied at thirty fifth. You know who? You know who impressed me the most though. Who? And I'm waiting. I'm waiting, Ed Bogus, to for you to explain that stunning strategy of yours 
by not finishing your bracket. Well, and, uh, can't lo- you can't lose if you don't pick a bracket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he ran out of time or forgot or what happened maybe. there. Maybe. My soon-to-be cousin-in-law, Trevor, who was bragging, just send me a shirt now. He's in 55th place, tied with yours truly. Yeah, well, uh, well, Trevor, we'll, well, Trevor, we'll send you one as soon as you send us the money. Well, Tim Dombrova sits in 44th, tied with yeah, several not good. Also tied with Mr. Stephen P. New, who is in on Am the I tournament bracket pool. No way. You are. Really? Oh, I feel honored. Yes. I feel honored to be in the same area as Mr. Stephen P. Nance. Sitting, sitting <laughs> in, 70, in 70th position right now is TR. Um, oh, and the only person below him in 71st place is the one and only Thomas Bain. Who I am stunned by that performance. I, I am actually, too. Uh, Alex Golden, who joined us this past week on the show, he's 68th place right now. Uh, there's a lot of people in this, man. We got a lot of people in our tournament bracket. But right now, a lot of people sitting up top. Still a lot of high scores left right now. Uh, well, friend of mine, I go to uh, Eric Johnson. He has the potential to still pull out an 1830, which, if I'm not mistaken, that's the highest that anybody could possibly get at the moment. So he has well, the possibility my, to pull. It was my understanding that as of yesterday – and I don't know if today's games, that there was only one bracket left. Uh, it, it, after 39 games, there was no more perfect brackets. They, they were ball busted. Well, that's good. I don't like it when somebody pulls a perfect. Yeah, I see there's what, an 1820 on here. A couple 1820s, an 1830. Yeah. Uh, number six has got 1830 possibility. And then from there, it's a couple 1810s, and then it drops off pretty fast. Then it's, you know, you've got people that are in. Uh, like if that's Armando, there, forty nine er guy, he's only got yeah. a fourteen fifty. He's only got a fourteen fifty. So, you know, unless things play out, even if things play out perfectly, he probably is going to drop some. Because like even I've got a sixteen eighty. So, I, although yeah, I've, really, I've still got a seventeen twenty you know, possibility. Yeah, well, there's so, as I many mean, points available in every round. So if you if you somehow manage to hold on to your 16ers or your 8s, you still got a shot. Well, Tim, not let's a good, just not go a good ahead. one, but, but you got a shot. Well, you never know what can happen in the tournament. Um, it's wide open. Anybody can anybody can be in it. But let's go ahead and look at the first round here, and we'll start going through, kind of breaking down. I know the very first day of March Madness, I sat down and watched 12 straight hours of basketball. That is not a joke. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, I watched a lot on uh, Thursday. I didn't watch so much on Friday. And well, Friday I, watched... I was tied up with with a lot of work and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't watch Thursday much on Friday. <laughs> Yesterday I caught bits and pieces of everything, and today yeah, I have watched bits been bits and pieces of every game. So yeah. Well, between... let's go ahead. Cursing let's start, certain schools. Let's just, let's just start here. At the top, the number one overall seed, the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, they had the 16 seed, North Dakota State. They win that game 85-62. However, that game was a lot closer than that um, score indicated. It was a game till, ha- till after the half. 
At the yeah. half, it was pretty tight. It was pretty tight still, but then Duke just got too much, too many weapons, too many guys, couldn't stop everybody. And yeah, I mean that just North Dakota State had a valiant effort. They hung in there really, they hung in there really well early on. They they played well. I think, you know, you wanted to give them a chance, but once Duke came out and grabbed that lead in the second half, you had to think it was over. But we're definitely going to talk more about Duke here in just a few minutes. There's yeah. a lot to talk no, about. No kidding. Uh, let's move on. VCU played UCF. UCF won that one in a late nighter in kind of a runaway. 73 to 58, UCF won that one. How about UCF with their big man, Taco Fall? Taco Fall. What a name, Taco man. Fall. You know, he actually scored. Now, I, I looked this guy up. So I'm not going to have this kind of insight on everybody, but this guy intrigued me. I looked him up. He actually is a is a computer science major. He maintained a 4.0 grade average all through high school and scored in the 95th percentile on his SATs. So he's so he's a little bit smarter than uh, uh, I'll well, bring that never- up when we get to Duke. Yeah. Well, he's never he's never made an intention to say he's going to play pro basketball. You know what? Because I don't, to be honest, I he don't wants think he's to work for Microsoft. Enough. I read I read a, a thing that he wants to work for Microsoft. Yeah, and well, computers. I think that's a much more because I don't think he's he's just tall. He really doesn't have much else. That's the vibe I get. Is he's just tall? <laughs> I didn't see that he he was like particularly athletic or that he you know he could shoot the three or something like that he he can't do any of those things so he's just really he's tall. probably better off unless you know <laughs> unless somebody picks him early and offers him a ridiculous sum of money you know maybe he goes and plays for a couple of years or something but otherwise probably make more money at microsoft yeah probably uh let's see here uh but yeah ucf cruised in that one we're going to talk more about ucf here in just a few minutes uh, one of the big upsets the other night, uh, a 5-12 matchup, Mississippi State played Liberty, and Mississippi State was the five seed. Uh, three five seeds went down on the first two days of the tournament. The so 5-12 matchup strikes again. Uh, Mississippi yeah, State lost to Liberty 80-76. to um, We, had men- we took- mentioned that Liberty was one of those teams that sleeper – First-round no, Yeah, I mean, they are a they, – they're a good team. They can shoot the ball. They've got players who are fearless. They, they actually have a player from my area. I uh, went to Polka High School. Uh, Cuffey, Elijah Cuffey, was a Polka High School uh, graduate and plays at Liberty. So, I mean, that's, I mean that's, and, that's one of those seedings, though, where you, you're pulling a, a lower-ranked top 25 team who I can't remember their record, but wasn't particularly astounding from what I recall. And, yeah. Liber- and Liberty coming from a place where a little bit of an, un, you know, unless you're familiar with that conference, mm-hmm. probably don't know a lot. Of, you don't probably don't know a lot about them. Well, Tim, and just walking in the room. Just walking in the room herself is the owner of the bracket dubbed R. Kelly's Tears, the one and only Autumn Mr. Kelly. 
Oh, Mr. Kelly. Please don't pee on me. Don't hit me, Mr. Because, Kelly. Because you're R. Kelly. <laughs> don't hit me. I believe I can fly, Mr. Kelly. Don't don't drop that word. Okay. Well, <laughs> we didn't have it. We well, we weren't. Well, did we approach the end word there? No, it was not the end oh, word. Okay. But we'll. Oh, good. Well, it was it was a different word. Was one that resembled the end word? No. No. Okay. Well, that could ah, okay. No. Uh, I mean, because you can say why. Thank you for stopping by, Mr. Kelly. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Robinson drive by next. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, but, I can't rule it out. Yeah, Liberty was one of those teams that probably not a lot of people took. I know R. Kelly's tears took them, but um, <laughs> Liberty. <laughs> but R. Kelly's tears can't tell us why. <laughs> no, no, not with a basketball reason, anyway. They they believed they could fly. That was what it was. Who uh, who but, doesn't Mississippi. who doesn't like Liberty? <laughs> well, Liberty did pick up the win, eighty to seventy six. A, a big game for them and a big win to move on. Um, and they're currently they're playing right now as we speak. And we'll get more into that game as we move into the second round. Another first round matchup: Virginia Tech crews sixty six to fifty two over St. Louis. Uh, no big surprise there. No, nope. uh, Virginia Tech heavy favorite in that one. St. Louis just didn't have enough to battle the Hokies. They did not. Uh, here was a game that was very very close, and uh, I actually had picked this team to upset, but they did not. Number eleven Belmont, and number six Maryland. Maryland survives. Seventy nine to seventy seven. And we get some foreshadowing there. Yeah, we, we really did from Maryland. Yeah. Uh Maryland played played well, held off a very game Belmont team who I thought Belmont had it. Uh unfortunately came up short. I did take the Belmont uh the Belmont crew. They uh, so un- did I. They unsuccessfully beat Maryland. But still a a hell of a game. Uh, that game, was actually yep. the first game of the tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Or the second game. Second uh, game of the tournament. Yeah, one of, one, of, one of the two. Because the first game of the tournament was LSU and Yale, and that was another game that was really close. LSU, uh, uh, they had their hands full. The Bulldogs from this, Yale, they battled. If Yale would have woken up two minutes sooner in the first half, or the game would have been two minutes longer, Yale would have won this game. Yeah. Uh, I'll agree. They at one point they were behind by double digits, uh, pushing, I believe, fourteen or fifteen at one point, and then they got their act together. But it, they just didn't run out of time. Um, not a lot of skill on the Yale team, but still, you know, good, good game. And uh, I think maybe has put a little, put it ghosted LSU a tiny little bit because we've seen yeah. now. As we get into the next round, what what may or may not be in that team when yeah. we get there. Uh, another game that a lot of people didn't see coming: Louisville, Minnesota, Minnesota with a ten point win over yeah. Louisville, and they and it really wasn't close. Minnesota no. was one of those. Minnesota was one of those teams that during the regular season they averaged five three point shots a game made. In this game, they shot and made, or they made over eleven. Some ridiculous amount. I think I, I read or heard somewhere that the they were the Big Ten was perfect in the first round. 
seven and zero or eight and no eight and zero or something they, like that. There was one team, one one Big Ten team was eliminated in the first round, which we'll get to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and finally, the last game in the East bracket, the two seed Michigan State went up against mm. Bradley, and that was another. And w- did we not predict? Did we not say? Brad or Michigan State would give you one of those cardiac moments. Well, yeah, they were, they we called they it. Were we called out it. of it. They were out of it for a little while, to be honest. They were. And then Brad, Bradley was dominating. Bradley had skill Michigan over, State on the ropes. Yeah, skill overcame hard work for a little bit near the end, but uh, they they had them for a while. Yeah, they did, and I, I really thought Bradley was actually going to shock the world there, but Michigan State survived. They kind of woke up in the second half, and they advanced. Um, so now let's move to the West. Uh, Gonzaga took on Fairleigh Dickinson. This game was never close. I think, Gonzaga, I think that, the uh, only... no offense, no offense to that program, but I think they should be re- renamed Angie Dickinson. <laughs> Oh God! Because that because that was a I mean, that was horrible. Yeah, it just wasn't close. Yeah, that 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 was a game where you could, if you had any interest, unless you were like a Gonzaga fan, it really wasn't worth watching. Yeah, not really. Um, the next game kind of took me by surprise. Baylor defeated Syracuse seventy eight sixty nine. I, you know, I was kind of high on Syracuse in this one. I really I actually, thought. Uh, well, a lot of yeah. people did, but I actually had Baylor in this. You know, no, I didn't. I take that back. I had Syracuse too. I was, I was tore up between all year long. Syracuse was kind of my Clemson. Where are they any good? Are they not any good? They'll, well, uh, you know, they'll put up a big like a win. People, it seems like a lot of people, myself included. We kind of went all in with the ACC. Seemed like we really liked the ACC early because uh, I took Louisville. I, I I don't think I picked against an ACC team in the first and, round. Uh, the um, what was I going to say? The uh, the tournament guys were uh, villa or were justified by not putting in uh, Clemson as they crashed and burned out of the NIT in the second round. Yes, they did. So, um. Now the ne- the next game was was by numbers an upset, but to me this was no upset. Murray State, the 12th seed, uh, defeated Marquette handedly, 83-64. I uh, told you Marquette had nothing. <laughs> well, I I agree. I went with Murray State. I and thought for a for a five John seed, Moran. I mean that is the curse, of course, the five seed. But yeah, the five seed is a it definitely but, a curse. Uh, but, but 19 points, come on. Yeah. That's not even close. That's not even close. Yeah, and Jean Moran just proved how good he was. Um, triple-double. First triple-double in many, many years in the tournament. And Jean Moran just Because as they said, the, the, the assist is a tough one to get in the NCAA. It is. It's very tough. They, they judge it very hard. And he had, I believe he had... He had to have, he was close to sixteen, I think, on the assists. Good game. It was. Yeah, they played well. Next game, Florida State and Vermont. Florida State, uh, they were in trouble early. Vermont had them on the ropes. A very good three point shooting team in Vermont. 
Um, play, and Florida State had trouble. They had all they could say grace over, but they escaped. 76-69, they beat Vermont in that game. And they're looking, uh, well, that was some more, a little bit more foreshadowing there because they looked really we'll good get in, there. Uh, when they get, we'll get there. there. Yeah. Next game we have Buffalo defeated Arizona State. Buffalo 91, Arizona State 74. There, vilifying, or, or not vilifying, uh, what's the word, uh, validating our, our assumption that the Pac-10 suck balls. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but moving forward, Texas Tech defeated Northern Kentucky. Uh, Texas Tech, they're proving to be better than I thought they would be in the tournament. But we'll we'll talk yeah, a little yeah. more about that. They win 72-57 and proved they're, they really did deserve to be the number two seed in the Big 12. Remember, this is a team that West Virginia beat, folks. <laughs> Remember that. So. Yeah. It's all about peaking at the right time. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, the next game, Nevada fell to Florida. The seven tens just killed me in this tournament, Tim. Nevada, mm-hmm. I really thought the Martin brothers would get it together, and but it seemed like Nevada, they were just off all night long. Man, they just could man not bun wearing sissies that those two are. <laughs> Good ball players, but man, it just seemed like the basket was the size um, of a thimble. Well, but again, Nevada, another team kind of like Marquette, a sexy record to some mm-hmm. degree, but no real way of telling, you know, because the strength of schedule is not, not what it is in Florida. Okay, you know, not really during the year, not all that spectacular, but at least they played somebody. Well, they look pretty good. Although, we'll get to to their fate in a minute. (laughs) Florida won that one 70-61. Michigan beats Montana 74-55. I don't don't recall that game ever being close. Uh, No, that was a sleeper from start to finish, pretty much. Well, here's... Here's one that was a lot closer than anybody thought, but we kind of of joked about it, but Virginia, Garner Webb. Garner Webb led the team. Gardner, Gardner Webb threatened Virginia with tax liens and litigation <laughs> and everything else they could think of, and it worked for about half. And then uh, it did. Virginia was on Virginia, the road. And a lot Virginia realized that they that they have lawyers at Virginia too, and then suddenly an accountants and things evened out. But a, a lot of people thought, you know, here's Virginia again, uh, two years in a row. But Virginia, they finally well, they can put that the, behind. They were easily the, um, not Virginia, the Gardner-Webb, easily the class of the 16 seeds. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I'll I mean, they lost, you. but they lost, but they, they, I mean, 15, you know. They look good doing six, it. Yeah, from the 1 to 16, 15 doesn't, doesn't strike me as being all that horrible. Or, no, not at all. So... Uh, the next game was kind of a surprise because I badmouthed Oklahoma being in the tournament. And, boy, did they make me eat crow. They defeated Old Miss just a beatdown of yeah, 95. it wasn't even 72. close. It wasn't. No, it no, was not. Um, I don't know what happened in that game. I, I'm not sure. I saw some of it, and I'm still not sure. Um 
<laughs> you got me analyze away, but Oklahoma just too much for Ole Miss. Maybe Ole here's Miss. My analy- here's my analyzation. I was wrong. Thought Ole yeah. Miss could do it, and uh, Oklahoma proved me wrong. And that's really all I can say. Um, and right now, Oklahoma, as we speak, they lead Virginia by four. Wouldn't, early, that, be but... a, wouldn't that be a, another slight bracket smasher for a lot of people? Oh, it would. It would. Uh, next matchup, Wisconsin, the only Big Ten team to lose the first day. They fall to Oregon 72-59, 18-point game. And I had a feeling with Oregon. Oregon's been in win-or-go-home mode for over a month now. They've had to be perfect, and they continue to, to do so. They continue to impress. Is there, are they, they're in the Pac-10, right? Uh, yeah, Pac-12, yeah. yeah. They were the Pac-12 tournament champions, actually. Oh, that's right. They snuck in over uh, Washington. Correct. Yeah, they had to, uh, they had to win their – they had to win – they had to win the conference championship tournament to get in. And now they're in. They're already in the second round. Cinderella. Uh, next game, uh, an upset to me. The num- the winner of the Big 12 regular season, Kansas State, loses to UC Irvine, seventy to sixty four. Well, the the, Not the south the south bracket was the one that killed everybody. There yeah, was more one- upsets in the south bracket than you could shake stick at. And this was one of them. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, It was just a – it's been a – that one really – that one was a a surprise. I didn't see Kansas State lose. I think you can play that game 20 times and Kansas State wins 19 of them. Yeah, and and Kansas State, they only lost by six, so it was a close game. But still, I mean, you got to win them, and they didn't. Uh, next game was a really close close contest. Villanova 61, St. Mary's 57. St. Mary's has got some players, and they hung very, very tough with Villanova. Yeah, I was very surprised that they lost, actually, uh, to be honest. Yeah, it was a good ball game. I watched most of it. Um it was a good game. St. Mary's St. Mary's has a big recruiting class. They go overseas a lot and recruit. They get a lot of guys from like Australia and places of that nature. They get some players from over there, and they came very close to knocking off Villanova. Yeah, I, I took that one in the in the head for the, on the brackets. That one hurt. I actually took Nova to win that one. The Kansas State game cost me, but. Moving on, Purdue. They cruise over Old Dominion, 61-48. The Boilermakers with the win there. Not a big surprise. Uh, really no. Wasn't to me, uh, anyway. Wasn't to me. Next yeah. game, kind of the 7-10s, man. They killed me. Iowa defeats Cincinnati. And Cincinnati playing in Columbus, I thought they'd have a little bit of an advantage. Apparently oh. not. Cincinnati, the Bearcats fall to the Hawkeyes. Both of these seven ten games in the East and South, I flip flopped and went with the favorites and got them both wrong. I mean, that's that's a tough one. It, it's one of those. I, I kind of I thought Cincinnati would get it, but but they didn't, and then. 
I think I only got one seven ten game right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got those two wrong. I got the no, I got Florida right, and then I got the I other got one wrong. wrong. Well, you would have got Wofford right. I did get that one, but we'll get to them. Yeah. Uh, the next game, number two, Tennessee defeated Colgate 77-70. to But, boy, that one was in doubt there early. Colgate gave him a battle. Them toothpaste using beggars look pretty pretty good. <laughs> they came out ready to go. Final bracket of the first round, the Midwest, North Carolina. They had a little trouble early on with yeah, Iona. Iona, but Iona's another one. You know, that's a name that if you follow the, the 64, you are well acquainted with that name sneaking in and going, who the hell are those guys? And even if they don't win, they usually don't get blown out. And I mean, North Carolina is nothing to scoff at. No, 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 not at all. North Carolina did win in advance to the second round. Uh, Utah State fell to Washington, 78-61. Washington, the other Pac-12 team that got the win on the first day of the tournament. Um, I didn't see that game. I had taken Utah State. But I had uh, I thought they would win it, but unfortunately they didn't. Yeah, I took I took Washington, but only based on that they had had a really good. They were the only team in the Pac-12 that really had any kind of a record at all. Yeah. Um, except for their flub in the conference, kind of. But uh, yeah, well, they made it to the final. Yeah, and, we're, and there's some, and we get some. Shot, I mean, there's some foreshadowing there that we'll get to. Well, the next game was one that nobody wanted to win, it felt like. Auburn and New Mexico State. I watched this one very closely on the first day, Tim. What about you? I kind of am of a slight opinion that Auburn should have lost this game. They should have. They absolutely should have. The end of the game, in case you missed it, Auburn puts up a three or excuse me, no, New Mexico State puts up a three towards the end of the game. Auburn fouls. New Mexico State was down two. If they make all three of them, they go up. They miss the first free throw. They make the next two, or they make the next one. To tie the game, they miss the free throw, right? Ball goes off of Auburn out of bounds. There's time for, I believe there was about two seconds left. Ball comes into New Mexico left. State. Yeah, there was plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah. Ball comes in. New Mexico State guy in the corner, wide open. Absolutely as wide open as you can get. Fires a shot, a three, mind you. Fires three and hits nothing but air. And no net, no rim, no nothing. And Auburn escaped. Bruce Pearl was livid during the game, if you yeah, were watching uh, Which will lead me to some, as soon as we're out of this bracket here, Canadian complaint. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, Kansas defeated Northeastern. I wanted to pick Northeastern, yeah. but they they fell big time. You Kansas were going to until I told you that it was Northeastern and not Northwestern. And that you changed yeah. Mind. Honestly, yes. That was the difference. Iowa yeah, State, they won the Big 12 Conference <laughs> Tournament, uh, but Iowa State does what Iowa State does when they win conference tournaments. They lose in the first round. And, and, they and Ohio, Ohio State, State. that's that's out of nowhere. Ohio State's been horrible this year. They That's have. incredible for them. Yeah, Although they win we'll by three. We'll see how they hang with a bigger boy or potential bigger boy tonight yet. But 
Yeah, their game's supposed to tip in about 10 minutes. Uh, moving forward, Houston dominates Georgia State. Yeah, 84-54. close. Never close. Wofford picks up a win over Seton Hall. A lot of people did not pick Wofford. I knew how good Wofford was and thought Wofford had a chance to do some damage in this tournament. And Seton Hall, man, they they <sighs> fell to Wofford. I mean, Seton Hall is in a division with DePaul. I mean, Seton Hall's in the Big East. What was the Big East? And it's not the Big George. East anymore. No, it's the... The AAC or the AAU or whatever. Yeah, well, they're not very that 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 is a shadow of what it once was. That's all I know. Yeah, I definitely miss those Big East mm-hmm. tournaments and the teams when, when they were what when they, they were. When teams like St. John's would play Georgetown in the in, in Madison Square Garden and the, oh yeah, oh you know man. that would be a horrific <laughs> battle of the of the powerhouses and now nobody. The, even knows at what's one happening. point in time, Tim, at one point in time, the Big East tournament was more entertaining than the NCAA tournament. Back in the day. They had some great teams and players go through there. Like if you ever get a chance, there's a 30 for 30 special on the Big East. Uh, they interview all the old coaches, all, a lot of the old players that came out of there. Uh, Patrick Ewing, when he went to Georgetown. Chris Mullen, I believe, went to St. John. Uh, man, God, there was some. there were so many good teams in the Big East. And even going forward, Kimball Walker with UConn. Uh, I the can UConn remember – Back when I was probably, I don't know, late 30s, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, and, like, the Chicago Superstation used to have the, like, the DePaul games were on all their home yeah, games yeah. on TV, and they weren't even, they weren't even the, the class of the Big East, not even close, but they did fairly well against the rest of the, of the country, and they, their games were nationally televised at one time yeah. on the Chicago Superstation. Yeah, I remember sure WTN. That's correct. Uh, and then the final game, Kentucky dominated Abilene Christian 79-44. Um, just a, an easy win for John Calipari's crew. All right, before we get to the Canadian complaint corner, if you have a complaint, you need to go see our buddy, the <laughs> one and only Stephen P. New. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accident, mesothelioma law, Social Security Disability, Unfair Insurance Practices, Family Law, Employment Discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation a new level of personal service. Whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Thanks to our great sponsor, the law offices of Stephen P. New. All right, folks. I teased it there, and I uh, I thought I had a nice little uh, segue into our new law office commercial. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Canadian Complaint Corner, fire away. Uh, Tim's Canadian Complaint Corner. Which is a blog, by the way, on 
Yeah, which, which Tim has been, which you should complain about Tim not doing. But anyway, um, I don't know how many times in the last three days I have seen teams down by two, three, four, five, whatever it may be. They run the court, get the ball, and throw up a god awful three from the middle of nowhere. And then lose. Yeah. Not only do you get nothing, you lose possession of the ball. You do? How incredibly, how incredibly stupid is this? Is there a stat? I don't know that anybody would be keeping track of it, but I wonder if you could, that would show how many times a team could have easily won a game if their shot selection did not involve... I mean, okay, sure, I understand if it's your guy and he's got a clean look from wherever and shoots the three. Fine. You may want to live and die on that shot. But I don't know how many times I've seen, you know, there's a minute and a half left in the game. We're down by two. uh, And we go down the floor, and we don't even try to set up. There's a pass from the middle of the court out to the wing, and who's ever out there throws up some god-awful shot that gets nothing. And the other team goes back down and hits a two, and now it's four. Now the deficit is four instead of being only two again because you should have just taken the two points. When do why do teams not take the two easy two instead of trying to get the god? I mean, I get three better than two, but the shooting percentage of threes, even when it's good, isn't that good. You know, if you shoot fifty percent from three throw, that that's incredible. Usually, it's probably more like what about thirty percent if you're lucky. Yeah. Okay, so why wouldn't you take that easy? I, I don't understand. It baffles me. Are they just indoctrinated to shoot that three? Is that what it is? It, I don't know. I, su- I suppose it is. Uh, it's just like, you, I think coaches are, are missing the point of shot selection. I mean, if you've got uh, the game on right, if you've got the game on right now, now, they just, who was that? Virginia Tech just did that. They had five guys out behind the three-point line. Uh, Liberty comes out to defend. The ball, a guy cut to the basket for a two-pointer a high school kid could have made. Yeah. Because there was nobody anywhere near. Okay, now now you see Virginia Tech, they're playing their defense different. They got somebody under the basket. Like, there, there was nobody there. They're doing it again. Right now, there's nobody under, nobody in, anywhere near the key. Not even close. So why would you attempt to shoot a three? It's stupid. You didn't do it, I don't know. I don't know, Nate. I just don't understand the thinking behind it. I realize that, that it's a quicker way to catch up if you make them. But traditionally, even the best of shooters don't make it more than three quarters of the time. So we're living in a we're living in a day and age, sir, where the three point shot is the sexy shot. Uh, people, I suppose I, I will agree with that. Yeah, I'll give you that point. And it, it's glorified now. Uh, especially with the emergence of the Golden State Warriors. And let's be honest here. If you look back through history, at least for the past few years, your best three-point shooting teams are the ones who win titles. Um, Villanova, they were one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country last year. They won the national title. North Carolina the year before that. It's, it's almost become so predominant in today's I mean, what were the, uh... game. I was going to look up the – I don't think it was all that 
noticeable in the game. I was going to look up the stats for the UCF Duke game. There we got a game that came down to a tip that hung on the basket on the rim and went and dropped the wrong way. If you're not a Duke fan, um, you know, like there again, I mean, UCF was nine. I mean, they shot really good from three point range, but they still missed nine times. Where you know nine of eighteen, which isn't that bad, I guess. But you take one of those. I'll, I'll guarantee you at least four of those missed shots were shots that never should have been taken. Turn one of those into a two pointer. Just one of them. Yeah. And you won the game. But we'll get to that when we get to the. That's just my complaint, and maybe because I don't. I, I mean, I never played basketball, so maybe there's some other deep seated thinking in there that I don't know about because I, I didn't play the game. But it just, I see it almost every time where they're trying to get back in the game and then they, they don't, I mean, shooting the three, even I get that. Even if you go down and set up and that's what becomes available, fine, take that shot. But you know, they they, they cross half court, make one pass and up it goes. And that just doesn't seem like a wise usage of a, of a possession to me. No, and it's not. It, it, it's really not. And it, I don't mind the three-point shot, but I'd rather someone work to get it and not just run an ISO and just, all right, we're going to spread everybody away from you. You're going one-on-one, shoot. That That's James Harden ball, and I've never been a fan of that style. Just never have, never liked it. I'd like to see some stats on it when it's in like in the last how many three point shots are missed in the last you know minute and a half of a three or four point game. I don't know that that would be an interesting one, stat. That and ones that were not taken by the team's three point guy. You know, when you see the center throwing up a, you know, like you don't want Taco shooting threes. Yeah, I mean, I suppose anyway, you're right. That's, but... that's my rant. I mean, I'm not ranting crazy about it. It just seems that I, I don't understand, you know, the two is better than nothing thinking. Yeah. But no, three, agree three, would, be bad. Agree three would be better, but the threes are hard to come by. So, anyway, let's go to the second well, round where I can really do We're in the different. second round. We're going to start from the bottom of the bracket right now and work our way up. Um. Let's look at the first game today, Kentucky versus Wofford. Uh, Kentucky picked up the win 62-56, but, man, Wofford gave them a scare. I don't know if you saw this game, Tim. Uh, I didn't that see was a, too much of it. Wofford gave them a scare. The biggest issue was Wofford's best player, McGee, Went 0 for 12 shooting today from three, and it's just see, see there would be my perfect example. Okay, you're by the time you hit 0 for eight or 0 for nine, maybe it's time to not make that shot anymore. It turns maybe it's into time to do, it's time to do something different with the ball. Yeah. And and give Kentucky credit, they played fantastic uh, defense on him, and they did a great job watching him. It's one of those things where 
Kentucky plays such good defense, and we don't. I don't know who they're going to be playing in the next round. We know they're in the Sweet Sixteen. They're going to play either Ohio they're, State or Houston. They're um, in for a, they're in for a tough ride in the if they're going to get to the eight. They're in for a tough. Yeah, they played yeah. good defense against Wofford. Wofford's a better team than what people are letting on. If Houston gets there, they're, then we're going to have to say Houston's for real if you don't think they are already. I, if Ohio, I thoroughly think well, they I'm are. Just, I'm just saying. And if Ohio State gets there, they've got absolutely nothing to lose. They're not supposed to be there at all. And that's the team you really don't want to see because I would imagine if you looked at Ohio State's roster, it's probably full of uh, fairly um, – like it, it, it ain't uh, rookies. Well, let me probably. tell you about about a team like Ohio State. If they play Kentucky, they have nothing to lose. No, Teams like they that play... that get deep into the tournament, they have nothing to lose. They're, They're going to go as division. hard as they can because they think they are just prepared and, you know what, we're not going to win, but we're going to go out here and get everything we got. No, so they, we have nothing to lose. No, and they play in a division where there's rivalry games every second week. Um, big, big, uh, you know, teams that are bigger than Houston, at least on mm-hmm. a national scale. So this isn't, it's not like it's something they haven't seen. You know, I would be if I'm Kentucky right now. I'm. I don't care who wins that game between Houston and Ohio State. I'm pretty nervous if I'm a Kentucky fan. Uh, they did play well today. I think uh, they showed. <laughs> yeah, that they but have... they, six points was not. You know, it's not like they walked away with it or anything. No, they didn't, and they didn't. But I, I think Kentucky is a good ball club. They're built for this uh, tournament. So, and and they have experience in the coaching staff. Well, they might be one of those teams too. I mean, they've that friend, that that school has been there, and the people that run the team have been there lots of times. Um, yeah, they sort of know. You know, like I said, it, it's all about surviving and peaking, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I know right is. well. When we get there to the other side, we'll we'll get to that. But um, yeah, I I think though that that's that's going to be a. That should be a really good matchup, whoever ends up playing them in that in that game. Well, it'll be Ohio yeah. State. It'll be Houston. They tip off um, tonight right, sometime. Right shortly. Ten minutes. Yeah, very shortly. I believe they're the last. No, they're not. They're the next to last game to tip tonight, um, as we'll get to that, the other game here shortly. Auburn yeah, the other and Kansas. game is quite late. Auburn and Kansas. Auburn wins this one, 89-75. And just as I predicted, Tim, I felt Kansas was rated too high and were overrated. And I thought Auburn Yeah, did. they weren't really in it for too long. Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas – and this is, this is an Auburn team that that game against New Mexico State may have woke them up and kind of put them in perspective. And they were like, okay, we probably shouldn't have won. But yet they did. So, but who yeah, knows? But you, you, they were kind of iffy all year long, though, where people were going, okay, are they really, 
anywhere near as good as their rating or their ranking because they were what you know a top twenty team most of the year. I think all the whole year, if not and higher at some times. Kansas, I've watched Kansas this year. I watched them more than I than I usually do. I mean, I was not they impressed. were. I mean, they were a ten loss, a, a ten loss team. They were a nine coming into the tournament. I mean, that doesn't really scream out. Holy cow! And mind you, Auburn has also got nine losses. But I don't know. This year, things are just are really, really. Those rankings don't really mean a whole lot. Well, they're, they're, Kansas, Kansas lost. Kansas lost in the tournament final. To Iowa State, and then Auburn dominated Tennessee in the SEC championship game. And I just felt that that Kansas came in overrated as normal. I I felt you know they didn't win the Big Twelve regular season. They didn't win the Big Twelve regular season championship. They didn't win the Big Twelve tournament championship. But yet they were ranked the same as Kansas State, who was the four seed. Also, and let's be honest here, Kansas probably got an easier game than Kansas State, in my opinion. I mean, they did, uh, I mean, they ripped off, uh, I believe it was, they were either 10 or 11 and 0 to start the season. And then they really, after that, they really only went 16 and 10. Yeah, basically. Yeah, which really isn't really all that spectacular. With some losses in there to, and most well, of that was conference play. West, West Virginia, Texas, and they did lose to Oklahoma, who we thought was horrible. <laughs> Apparently, but, yeah, apparently yeah, not. <laughs> you know, so I mean, they but but there, at that point, Oklahoma was terrible. Uh, so I mean, what what did they really have there? I, I don't know. Obviously, not enough because. <laughs> Clearly, they're they're out of it. So they're out. Auburn advances, and I think Auburn, if they're knocking down jump shots, Bruce Pearl's squad, they've got a chance to really make a run. Um, they'll be facing off against the winner of this game, North Carolina and Washington. North Carolina runs away with it, eighty-one nine fifty-nine over Washington. Yeah, Washington was uh, singing Cindy Lauper songs. True colors. We're not really that good. God. What a horrible joke. As you laugh. That's how horrible it was. I don't know. Is Cindy Lauper from the West Coast? Probably. No, nah, she's a New York girl, isn't she? Yeah, she's a New York girl. New York. Yeah, she might be in New York. Uh, even funnier. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it's you. It's even funnier if she's from New York. It's even funnier then because she's abandoned the Big East to go to Washington, and now they let her down. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you if, where she's, she's from. Alper. She is from. So she's either from New York or California. I can't believe she'd be from anywhere. New else. York City. There you go. Fair enough. New York City, my friend. So that's where she's she she gave up Hoyas for Huskies. <laughs> well, moving on to our next game. So North Carolina will face Auburn in the Sweet Sixteen. We're gonna do a little that, prediction. 
here in a That's few minutes. Uh, we'll we'll do our predictions and we'll talk a little bit about these games here in a couple minutes. Boy, here was a game today that nearly scared the hell out of everybody. Tennessee and Iowa. Tennessee those was fine, up fine boys. Those fine boys would not go home. They wouldn't. They refused to really? lose. <laughs> they they fought and came back from down 25, tied the game, went to overtime. Tennessee finally prevailed. Tennessee's, there again, skill just kind of won out over hard work at the, in the overtime. But that, that game was in doubt for a long time. And, and it kind of seemed lucky. like Iowa just – it kind of seemed like Iowa just flipped a switch. It was like they were going, and every and everyone thought they were done, and then they cut it. It was twenty five. Oh, okay. Then suddenly it was twenty. Okay, well twenty point lead. Then he got fifteen. All right. Then he got twelve. Oh boy, got to nine. And here they come. Then it got to three. Oh man. And then tie ball game. I mean, I know one thing. There's a coaching staff down in Purdue who is going to be running some tape of that game. Oh, I um, guarantee it. I don't know if Purdue has the personnel to match Iowa's or not for that matchup. I'm not sure. But you can be guaranteed that somebody's running some fine tooth comb over that tape because uh, after watching that game, uh, Tennessee kind of looked kind of vulnerable. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, in all honesty, uh, and Purdue, who if we if we jump ahead to the next game, looked pretty Yeah, let's dominant. go ahead and talk about that game. Purdue dominated Villanova. It was never close. 87-61. No, and and one, one has to wonder if you put those two – I mean, not to say that that's what's going to happen, but if you put mm-hmm. those two performances together from today – I would have to say that you've got to kind of lean towards Purdue to, to beat Tennessee. No, that's not saying that's going to happen, but um, I don't know where those games are at either. Somebody's got some home, some home court there or not. I'm not sure um, where the Sweet 16 is at. I don't know. I mean, here's my my thought. Um, Purdue and Nova, they're – Purdue just just cruised here in the first two rounds. Like, they, they weren't close with Old Dominion. They weren't close with Villanova. Tennessee got some life scared into them. Well, if you want to look at it that way, and we don't know for sure. there's It's either that – or they're not as good as we thought they were. Well, it, it could be. I think Tennessee may have gotten the scare they needed because they kind of – Colgate didn't really give it to them. Iowa scared the bejesus out of them today. We'll see what happens when they play Purdue. That one's going to be interesting, I mean, uh, but we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. Yeah, um, I mean, the Purdue-Villanova game was over at the first half. It was done. Yeah, it, it was done. It was over. So uh, look, maybe we didn't see as much from – maybe Purdue didn't have to put out quite as much either, so maybe that scores a little bit. Not, maybe not. Uh, who knows? Weak. You know, who knows? Well, 
The next game on the docket is Oregon UC Irvine. They tip in about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, man, you're going to get either a 12 or a 13 into the Sweet 16. I think you. I think. Uh, I think from what I saw, Oregon should win this game. But having said that, they must have played each other this year. Yes, no. Mm, I'm not sure. Well, that's that's University of California, Irvine, correct? Yeah, but they're they're not in the Pac-12. Doesn't it? Uh, yeah. No, they're they're not in the Pac-12. I just thought they would be real. Well, yeah, maybe they're not really all that close together. Uh, uh, I'm looking, looking to some, see. I'm looking to see if they looking. have played. I don't think they have. Let's go look up some uh, records here. Let's see if they've even got some common competition. No, they they've not played this season. They, oh boy, not yeah, UC Irvine is in the in the Big West. Yeah, with some teams that uh, you would have to you know we'd have to get Armando on here to talk about the Long Beach State Forty ers <laughs> Yeah, that would be interesting because Long Beach State's another one of those teams that gets in there. Yeah, they've got. I mean, they're in a nine-team conference. Uh, UC Santa Barbara, CSU Fullerton, Hawaii, Long Beach State, CSU Northridge, UC Davis, UC Riverside, Cal Poly. Not exactly a basketball powerhouse. Any of those teams. But when we look at UC Irvine, I mean, they must have played somebody during the year. Um, I mean, I'm sure they played. And the answer to that is not really. They did not have a game against a ranked opponent until the Kansas State game. Well, they beat Kansas State, so. Um, I can't even really find uh, Texas A&M. I guess Montana was in the tournament. They beat them. They are. They are. Uh, I, you know, and after that, we are like, they're just, yeah, yeah, no, they're just nobody on this list. So they're a bit of an un, kind of a bit of an unknown, I suppose. They are, them. but again, all it takes is the team to get hot at the right time in the tournament, and it's a possibility that they could. And I mean, we and know that Oregon. We know that Oregon didn't have much of a season. Yeah, they had a rough yeah. season, and they only I mean, got. They were 20, let's be honest, they only got in because they won their tournament. I mean, they were twenty-four and twelve. They did beat uh, Syracuse earlier in this in the year, when they were ranked fifteenth. And after that, they have nothing uh, until they beat Washington. And that's uh, yeah. they got nothing after that. They actually beat Washington twice. So yeah, so that, who knows? That's kind of a bit of unknown against the bit of unknown for me. But that's why I think it'll probably end up being a pretty good game. Yeah, it should be. Um, we'll who, see. <laughs> who, who do you think will win that one, Tim? Who who are you taking? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take Irvine. Mm. See, I'm going to go Oregon. 
Okay, you take Oregon, I'll take Irvine, and we'll see how that pans out. Okay. I really don't uh, know. I mean, it's hard to pick, honestly. I'm going to go Oregon just because Oregon won pretty decisively in their game, where Irvine it was there's only a, six. There's an article on ESPN about the game that says it's Oregon's defense against Irvine's offense, and I'm going, okay, but that really doesn't help me because I don't know the players. So Yeah, exactly. So that really doesn't, doesn't do much. So, But anyhow. Um, halftime, Virginia leads Oklahoma yeah. 31-22. Yeah, I, uh, think, I think that's going to increase as the power of Virginia wears out Oklahoma as the game continues we, to We shall see go. if that is true. We shall see how true that is. I, I, I will agree <sighs> with you, but we'll see. You never know. No, no, that's why they play the games. I mean... We could have, if you'd have done that based on that theory in an earlier game involving a number one seed, you would have given up on that game yeah. somewhere after the first half started, and look what happened there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Michigan cruised over Florida today, 64-49. Uh, the Wolverines crew, and, and they good. get a big win. Yeah, Looking Michigan, good. Michigan's a good team. They're looking good, but they, they're going to uh, get a big. They're going to get a big test here coming up. Yes, they will because Texas Tech defeated Buffalo by twenty seventy eight fifty eight. Texas Tech will move on to face Michigan. We'll preview that game here in just a few minutes. We'll talk about those. But man, t- Buffalo, good run this season. Yeah, and nothing to be ashamed of there. And to not be from a and to not be from a Power Five conference and get a six seed, man, that's impressive. You, you got to tip your hat to Buffalo. Yeah, the only thing I think Buffalo would have liked if they could have had a victory against uh, a better team, because Arizona State was garbage. Uh, from from the recruiting end of things, where if they could have said, you know, we we beat a a school with some name recognition, Arizona State yeah. doesn't really have that. But but still, you know, hey, we're tipped to the thirty-two mm-hmm. when you're Buffalo. I mean, come on. Yeah, very true. That, I would think that they couldn't have gotten any further at any other time unless it's way back in the 70s or something. Uh, another game, Florida State, the four seed, des- destroys Murray State. Yeah, Stop. whatever. Uh, and his crew done in the tournament. I actually had taken Murray State to upset. Didn't happen. Whatever oomph Murray State used to beat Marquette, they did not have today because they were manhandled. Yeah, and um, it, it was not close. Not close at all. And Florida, and State, gonna... Florida State's one of those teams, Tim, that just – they beat you, and, and if they can beat you, they're using they're, – they go 11 deep on the bench. They can play as many guys Where as they is, want uh... fresh. What 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 part of the of the states is Murray State from? That's a hell of a question. I I, I don't know. Not a hundred percent. Let me check. Um, Murray State. They're in the Ohio Valley tournament. I'm assuming they're from Kentucky. Murray, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, close okay. to me. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> and, they're, and they're the Murray State what? Racers. Racers. 
That is a, actually that's further away from me than I thought. Apparently that is over Murray. Is uh, God, that's a hell of a trip. So that was kind that of, kind of patch. Uh, I was trying to patch down, together was, some kind of uh, joke that they were from the you know I don't know upstate New York or something, and then it would have been well. They're they're actually very close to um, the state line of Tennessee. They're actually further west than Nashville, uh, hmm. and they're in Kentucky. Like they're close to the state line of Tennessee. So that would be a that would be a predominantly white good good old boy kind of part of the world. Um, no, not necessarily. Possibly, I, honestly, I've never been there. I'm I'm uh, very curious as to knowing there, like the you know, because people don't really stop to think about it, but it does make a difference on uh, you know if it's a rich school, if it's a Catholic school, if it's a a traditionally a black school. For recruiting and all those sorts of things, uh, yeah, it, it does, does sometimes. Uh, it does sometimes on. matter. Let me give you a little. Because, I can give you a little history. I here. mean, they they seem to put together a fairly decent program that seems to do fairly well when they do manage well, to get into to the have, tournament. They're about to have a player. They're about to have a player go top five in the NBA draft, and John Moran. Uh, apparently, likely, yeah. in southwestern Kentucky. Um, Near Paducah, Hopkinsville, Madisonville, and Henderson, Tennessee. That's over there near uh, Jerry Jarrett's place, if that gives you an idea. That's been around for, well, actually not that long for a Small school, 9,500 people, small school, as far as universities go. Interesting. Huh. We wouldn't think it. So it's got but, nothing yeah. to do with like Seminoles wanting to kill redcoats or anything like that. <laughs> assume no. <laughs> no, I assume not. All right, fair enough. I assume no, but Murray State falls. Florida State advances. The Seminoles keep rolling, and they dominated that game. They will play Gonzaga as the Bulldogs defeated Baylor eighty-three to seventy-one. In what, in, for my two cents, was a bit of a snore, even though it was only yeah, twelve was. points. It really was kind of a boring game for whatever reason. One of those games that was like it wasn't as close as the score indicates. There, yeah, that that sums it up pretty good. Yeah, uh, moving on up here, Michigan State just used their dominance on Minnesota, and I think Michigan State's early round scares are over, and they dominated the Golden Gophers as they will move on to the next round. Well, that's going to be an interesting. I mean, they Minnesota just didn't match up with Michigan State. Um, although I'm going to guess they probably may have played each other during the year. Aren't those both? Uh, yeah, big both Big Ten schools. Those are Big Ten schools, so they they may have been fairly familiar with one another. Um, I'm interested in the the next game. The winner of that, of those two, uh, that I think is going to mm-hmm. be a an epic clash. Well, they will take on LSU, who defeated Maryland by two, as they win sixty nine sixty seven over Maryland. LSU will go on and face Michigan State. Man, LSU, talk about surviving advance. They had a scare with Yale. They get a scare with Maryland. 
Yeah, they they're kind of playing with playing with fire so far, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. They hit the it was tied up. They hit the the running floater. Uh Waters does for LSU, sinks it. And a full court shot doesn't go for Maryland and that's the ball game. Maryland relied a lot on their inside game with Fernando where LSU just was able to, to kind of stifle him because of their size. LSU has has two players underneath in Bigby Williams and I believe it was um, Nazir Rogers, I believe was his name. Uh, and they were able to slow down Fernando. And that was where they, that Maryland really kind of hung their hat was on their inside presence. And they got in foul trouble early. Just never – but they battled. Maryland battled. you got to give them credit. They battled. Uh, better than what I expected them to. I had them in, in the first round getting tossed. But LSU wins. LSU survives. And it'll be LSU-Michigan State in the next round. When we said that, that's going to be a – should be a, one of the better games. It should. It should. My, um, my we have team. a final. We have a final. Virginia Tech has defeated Liberty 67-58. to 58. The Hokies. Yeah, they – I've been watching. Away. This game's been on my – Game's been on my TV. They uh, Liberty kept they they hung around, but just not the you know again just a slightly lesser program against a slightly better one. Not that they sucked or anything because they didn't, but just not quite enough to to climb the hump there. Well, Liberty just they weren't making the shots that they were making against Mississippi State, and when it comes down to it, if you're not making the shots that you were making. You're not going to come in. That's a t- tough to win. Yeah, that's a tough, tough way to get there. So, yeah, Virginia Tech back to the Sweet 16. Virginia Tech will take on the Duke Blue Devils, who defeated UCF 77-76. to 76. With every bit of – I don't know how to put this. Uh, Duke, <laughs> played, Duke played really well in the first half. Uh, and then they kind of, I don't know if they turned it down a bit or what happened, but they, you said, I kept, you know, I'd keep looking up and going, you know, seven, look up again, still seven, oh, it's five, a couple minutes later, oh, it's only three. I mean, this, uh, this game, the only reason Duke won is because UCF shot themselves in the foot. They missed a wide open dunk where people had just laid it in instead of, going for the smack down, that have been two points, and they blew it at the end. Um, I mean, they didn't blow it, I guess. Maybe that's a little bit harsh, but the game was theirs to win, and they didn't They didn't do it. Uh, but, you know, that's why Duke is Duke. It's one of the reasons. Uh, good teams get those, tend to get those breaks. It's just the way it pans out. Uh, but if they play, they play like that against Virginia Tech, they're going to get clobbered. They probably won't play like that, mind you. But uh, well, remember won't... Virginia Tech actually holds. Virginia Tech a... has had some good uh, results this year. Virginia Tech actually holds a victory over Duke. So yeah, don't they forget that. Duke. Um, they put up a really good show against Florida State. Only a two-point loss. Uh, they've that most of their losses have come to Virginia 
that B has beaten them two or three times this year. Um, so they they have the potential to hang with Duke, whether now this is a whole new season and all that stuff. Uh, but that should be like these two teams obviously know each other very well. They do. Uh, so it, it it really should come down to the better team should win, which I guess on paper you would have to lean. Well, not even lean. You'd have to say it was Duke. But uh, that's going to be the the East. The East games are going to be awesome. Yeah, they will. That's all I know. They're going to be awesome because there was no upsets in the East to speak of when we got down to the six, one, two, three, four, just like they planned it. Mind you, I guess yeah, I mean, it was the West. The West was one, two, three, four. Uh, the uh, Midwest is going to be one, two, three, five, probably, depending on who wins the uh, if Houston or Ohio State wins. That will either be a, I'm throwing eleven in there, which would really be a, a wrench. Well, it's if you look at the, the south, if you look at the south. It's only I mean, in the, Virginia. Even the south, if Virginia wins, it's going to be a one against a, a bizarre one and a two and a three. I mean, if yeah. the, uh, despite despite all the upsets. By the time we get down to the 16, almost all the the, the top fours are all still there. Yeah. So, because that tends to be the part of the rankings that's, I guess, maybe the easiest to get right. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's not a lot of room. You know, the the ones are all fairly equal. So, you know, it's not it's within the eights, tens, twelves where everything starts to get messed up. Nobody's really sure who's better than somebody else. But uh, yeah, we got some we got some humdingers coming up yet. I wanted to find out oh, where, yeah. where where the sixteen where where these games are being played at. Um, I can I can look I can actually look for you because I'm curious uh, as to whether we've got any home court any obvious home court taking place because it does matter to some degree. Okay. Hold on, and I'll, I'll get to that. While I'm looking this up, we'll, uh, let's hear from our other sponsor, the great people of Cambay. Are you sick of the boring, same old campsites with the same old girls and the same boring content? Well, now's your chance to jump over to a brand new website called cambay.com. C-A-M-B-A-E.com. When you're on Cambay, Whatever you want and whatever you desire is right at your fingertips. Be sure to join right now and use promo code WIDEMEN to get 20 free credits on cambay.com. Use those credits to go towards whatever your fantasy is and make sure that you know cambay.com wants to make you as happy as you can be. Be sure to join right now. Again, it's cambay.com, C-A-M-B-A-E.com. And unlike college, it's not going to take you guys 20 free credits to finish. So join cambay.com right now. Use promo code WIDEMAN and get your free credits. All right, welcome back. I'm still doing some research here and looking to find for sure. Okay, okay. We may, I may be getting into something here. All right. 
the Duke-Virginia Tech game and the LSU-Michigan State game will both take place in Washington, D.C. So, no, well, so I guess technically, well, no, not Virginia really. Tech would be the to, closest. Yeah, they're Virginia, Virginia Tech, but uh, Duke not far behind, and actually none of them all that far behind, really. Uh, Louisiana, West, Louisiana be the furthest away? Yeah, I believe so. The West Regional Michigan. with Gonzaga and Florida State, Texas Tech, and Michigan will take place in Anaheim, California. Oh, boy. So, Gonzaga with the big home quarter there. So, how is – what is Michigan doing in the West in the first place, along with Florida State? That's Just the way it screw up. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Funny how Duke never ever has to travel across the country to play. Funny how they're the one seed. Goes. They're the overall one seed. That's okay, why. but Michigan's a Michigan's a two. They shouldn't have to travel from Michigan to California. Again, well, let's see where the other ones. Let's see where the other ones are at. Right. By the way, the uh, regional semifinals for a, the two Sweet Sixteen games in Washington D.C. will be on March 29th. The West. Games will be on March 28th. Gonzaga, Florida State, Texas Tech, Michigan. They'll be on the 28th. On the 29th, the other regional semifinals, North Carolina and Auburn, and whomever wins the Ohio State-Houston game and Kentucky will play in Kansas City, Missouri. Hmm. No, so that probably – I mean, those are all places that are relatively – no cross-country flights taking place there. North Carolina, Kentucky, Texas, all relatively in that neighborhood anyway. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's seeing a glaring advantage there either. No, no. Uh, And finally, the South Regional will be played. This will be either Virginia and Oklahoma or Oregon and UC Irvine, and Purdue and Tennessee will be played in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, one would have to think if Tennessee might have a bit of an advantage playing in Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, uh, Tennessee is located in Knoxville. It's on the other side of the state of Tennessee. Oh, okay. Well, so they're not, but that's still, they're still, wait. Well, actually, I'm not. Well, they're going to be closer than, actually, Purdue may be closer. I was going to say, Purdue can't be that far from there. Actually, they're not. Those are all relatively close to. Nobody's getting any big advantage there either. The only one that would suck is going to be the Oregon or the UC Irvine because yeah. they're going to have to. Yeah, be they're. Drunk. And at least you can justify that they're twelve or thirteen. You can at least so see that. So is in West Lafayette, Indiana, their location. So let's take. Well, so then, so then, where is the eight at? The uh, they in the same locations. Oh, yeah, because I guess it's just the next one. Okay, so where's And the final four is in... Uh, Minneapolis, in Minnesota. Minneapolis. So yeah. probably nothing for anybody there. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up West Lafayette, Indiana on a map here just to see how close it is to Louisville. Because Louisville is right on the board. Um, I'm not sure exactly where Lafayette is. I know it's right on the border of... Uh, he said, Frost, you silly fool. 
Lafayette's actually way up north uh, in Indiana. Yeah, I found it. Okay, it's uh, it's going to be a, a decent little haul, but they'll they'll probably still be closer than anyone else to Louisville. So they're going to have to travel. Uh, West Lafayette is actually closer to Chicago so really, than it is. The school that the school that took the big hosing travel wise would be Florida State, who has to go from Florida to California. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Well, that's about Florida as far State, that's about as far as you can have it. So, Florida State going to California is going to be tough. UC Irvine or Oregon coming to Louisville is a close second. But yeah, Florida yeah, State's probably especially it. seeing that they're probably I don't know how much travel Florida State does during the year, but probably much more than Oregon or UC Irvine does. Definitely more than UC Urban because all of their teams are right in California. They don't leave the state. Very true. But again, so like if you if you well, look California's at California's a good sized state, but still. Well it does yeah. I mean the travel and stuff does I mean when you're not used to doing it. You know, they they gotta make sure they handle it properly. Like you get a bunch of uh it happens in the hockey all the time, especially in junior hockey where you get a team from the middle of nowhere that isn't used to going, getting on a, you know, they're used to riding a bus. Suddenly you're on a plane. They're used to staying in a, you know, I don't know, a Motel 6. And suddenly you're in this, you know, four or five-star hotel. Yeah, you're in a, you're in a nice place. Uh, and everything is kind of new to you. And for some, some kids don't care at all. And for some kids that really throws them out of their, their rhythm because they – they get starry-eyed, and you know if they've never played in a building like, I mean, I would imagine that UC Irvine plays their home games in a fairly small gymnasium relative to, well, I don't know, Virginia. No, I'm sure. So I mean, it can you know it can matter you know like in the Hoosiers where you know he takes them out on the court and has to show them you know hey the basket's the same size as at home and it's the same height you know don't worry about the rest of it but. It can catch some guys by surprise, and others yeah, may it, thrive on others may thrive on it too. You never know. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it, and familiar and familiarity with the buildings is a big part. Because um, our my talk with Tracy Murray, he talked about how he played in the California State Championship game on the home court of the Golden State Warriors. Once he gets to the uh, the majors, he comes back. And uh, he he plays in that building against Golden State and drops 50. So familiarity is important. Yeah, I mean, you think of, uh, I don't know about, um, like even take it to the high school level where there's high schools where there's only, uh, there might be bleachers on only one side of the gym. There might be bleachers on both sides, but none at the ends. And then you'll go to another place where there's bleachers everywhere. And that makes for a totally different look. Like when you're out on the court, when you look up and you're used to seeing a backboard and a, and a brick wall behind it, yeah. Suddenly you suddenly you've got a thousand people there that are not cheering for you. I know it used to bother me in hockey quite a bit. I mean, our our arena only had bleachers on one side because it was such a small town. Then you'd go to the big city and there was bleachers everywhere, and it took some. The look was different. It took them took a period to kind of get used to being where you were. If that makes sense. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, that's part of all it. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's go ahead, Tim. Uh, before we wrap up tonight, 
we definitely wanted to talk uh, about the NCAA term, but let's go ahead now and look at moving forward as we need to look at these games that are coming up and see who who we who do we like uh who what's oh, these potential now, matchups turn into no now is a good time to say uh if you don't like your bracket you don't like your bracket or you've been had the shit kicked out of you like most people go to ESPN instead of going to the tournament challenge click on fantasy right underneath tournament challenge is tournament challenge second chance as soon as the game is over tonight when the last game is over so anytime between then and tip off on Thursday, you can take your bracket. It does it automatically as soon as you click on second chance. Go to Wide Men Can't Jump and rejoin and repick from for the 16 to the championship if you're so inclined. Send me a link to that, Tim, and we'll get that out on Twitter and uh, Facebook and all those all those great sites as well. Uh, just link me to that after the show, and I'll try and get that out there. And we'll plug that this week and see if we can't – I know I'm going to participate because my bracket might as well be brought to you by Charmin. Uh, so that's not, where I'm at. It's not good. It wasn't good, I and mean, it was painful. It is every yeah. year, but yet we keep on doing it. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is the fun, though, right? I mean, if it, it, if it was fun. If it was easy and everybody went and – and after the, the first two rounds, everybody had 98% of them right. Nobody would want to play. It wouldn't be any fun right. anymore. Very true. Do you remember <laughs> – I want to run this, this little trivia question by you. I read that the odds – I read that the odds of a tournament picking a perfect bracket, have you seen what the number is, one and however many? Have you seen this? No, but I'm, I can imagine. But I haven't Take seen a it, guess. No. Take a guess what the odds are of picking a perfect bracket. What uh, the, the longest be, shot odds are? What's it got to be in the millions? Keep going. Oh boy, is it a hundred millions? Keep going. Okay, well at this point it doesn't really matter what's the difference. Well, between. you're not even close. If the per- if the chances of picking a perfect bracket are in the trillions, I mean that I've, seems. I've uh... seen I've seen two numbers. One professor said that it could be as high, or it, the the number could be as low as one in a hundred and twenty eight billion. And I've also read that it could be the odds could be as high as one in. Nine point two quintillion of picking a person. Well, when one when one takes in all of the uh, variables, you know, there's sixty four teams. Yeah. With sixty four potential matchup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, say so sixty eight, but with inevitably sixty four potential matchups. So it's you know sixty four times sixty four times blah 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 blah. It doesn't take very long to get a really big number. No, it doesn't. Yeah, this one, not at all. Yeah, this everything I'm finding here is one one in nine point two quintillion. Yeah, that was that was the number. I've seen both numbers, so the nine point two quintillion number here? seems to be the uh, the popular one point nine and two quintillion and uh, see, and then like this year, it really took a jump, eh? 
because la- the last times they've done it, they could always rule out the put number one seeds. And now when Virginia lost last year, they can't do that anymore either. And the number went nope. even higher. So, uh, there were some other numbers here. Yeah, when you really sit down and uh, yeah, when you really st- it's it's one of those it's like the old if you put a penny uh, if you only had to save a penny a day for thirty days would you take that over a million dollars? And everybody says I'll take the million dollars, and the penny a day doesn't do anything until the last five or six days, and suddenly it's worth some ridiculous sum of money if you do the math. Yeah, I mean it does. Or no, or it's a dollar a day. I think you know it's because it's yeah, one, it's two, a dollar. four, eight, twelve, and you're you know okay, well I'm two hundred fifty-six, five hundred and twelve, and then all of a sudden it's forty thousand, eighty, one sixty, three twenty. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, up. the last the last four or five days, it really takes off, and you. Yeah, there's just so many variables in the in the tournament that. And, yeah, and possible, it really is. You know, and possible combinations. You know, with the 64 teams, there's 64 different outcomes for every spot. Yeah. And I don't even know how many. So how many permutations of that to pick a winner in just one bracket or just one game? Exactly. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ridiculous sum. So. So when you're so when you're like me and you're only pulling 45 percent, that really isn't that bad. Not necessarily, no. Not really. But uh, actually, I'm at 53 now. I jumped up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I jumped up to 25. So uh, now that we're, uh, let's go ahead and preview the next matchups here. We'll start Duke Virginia Tech. Who do you like? Who do you think comes out of that one, Tim? Well, as much as it pains me, I like. I think Virginia Tech got a really good chance. But I'm going to suspect that uh, Duke is not Duke for no reason. Mike Krzyzewski is Mike Krzyzewski for a reason. And they'll get their act together and they'll uh, they'll prevail. So Duke will win. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. I think Duke wins. And um, I think this, this scares that they got tonight uh, is going to put the fear of life back in them, and that's going to be what they need to advance. Unless unless that's all Duke has. Unless we just saw the best of Duke, in which case they won't win. But I I, I doubt that. (laughs) LSU, Michigan State, who do you like? SEC versus the Big Ten. First two or two ACC schools. Next is SEC versus Big Ten. Uh, my money is with Michigan State. Hard to bet like against L- Tommy Izzo. I like LSU, but we've seen them go from barely squeaking by Yale to really barely squeaking by Maryland and probably should have lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so and Michigan State, we got the opposite going on where they're kind of stuck yeah, they by Bradley. Yeah, they they spanked Minnesota, so I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan State. I'll agree with you. Hard to bet against Tommy Izzo, which Wednesday we need to talk about Tommy Izzo a little bit. There's a little controversy surrounding him right now. Well, any guy with two Zs in his last name, I mean, come on. <laughs> Charlotte. All right. Gonzaga, Florida State. That's Gonzaga. I believe they're in the whack 
taking on another an ACC school. This is a toughie. My my brain wants to pick Gonzaga, but another part of me wants to say that Florida State could win. But I'm going to stay with the I'm going to stay with Gonzaga, but this is going to be a close game. I'm going to stick with Gonzaga as well. And excuse me, they're in the West Coast Conference, not the WAC. So overlook me on that one. I do well, believe in the, Gonzaga wins the this one. However, conference? the West the West Coast Conference. Yeah, the, the WCC. Oh, shut up. I think they will. Um, I think Gonzaga will win win this game, but I believe Gonzaga and Florida State will have a closer game than what people are thinking. I think Florida State's depth is going to give Gonzaga some issues. All I right. Mean, uh, looking ahead. at the matchup, I mean, Florida State has not played anybody yet. They played a 13 and a 12. And, yeah, they won those games, but they really haven't seen anybody worth talking about yet. At least Gonzaga, I mean, Baylor is not the greatest team in the world, but uh, I'd say they're a vast improvement over Vermont. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Texas Tech, Michigan, Big Ten versus Big 12. Who do you like? Well, I got to take Michigan, but this is a clear-cut case of offense versus defense. If Michigan can keep Texas Tech below 70 points, they'll win the game. If they can't, they'll lose. That simple. But Michigan like is Michigan's a team that is going to live and die by the three. I think Michigan's going to have to knock down shots early and often to beat Texas Tech. Because Texas Tech's got some interior defense. And Texas Tech can score. I didn't think Texas Tech would get past uh, – Buffalo, but they did. So I'm going to go with Michigan, this, but I do think Texas Tech is uh, going to give them a ball game. This this well, will right. be a, uh, this will be another close game. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't preview uh, Virginia, Oklahoma, or Oregon, UC Irvine because we don't know who's going to win those games. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say it's Virginia and Oregon, Tim. I'm assuming you're going to go with Irvine and Virginia. Uh, yeah, and then I'll, I'll even go further than that. I don't think yeah. it matters who wins between Oregon and UC Irvine. Either. Should, I think Virginia's uh, going to move on. Virginia should continue on, so barring a miracle. And our, and our prediction of Virginia will take on either Purdue or Tennessee. Who do you like in this one? This one is Big Ten and SEC. You know, uh, you know, Tennessee. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't kill Colgate. They didn't kill Iowa either. They barely won today, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Purdue. I really like Tennessee. In fact, I pred- I picked Purdue in my bracket. Even like I'm not even. I went with Tennessee, there. and this would be a time when I would like to go back and possibly change it. But I think Tennessee now has more time to prepare. They're going to they're gonna have today. to find some more game. If, they, if they're well, they going to have they to show a little bit dominate. more. They, they showed they can dominate. They showed they can win. And they showed they can lead. Their biggest issue was they took their foot off the gas. They can also show and, they can choke, too. Yep, they did. But they found a way to win, and when good teams find a way to win, Tennessee did that yeah, after giving it away. 
I'm going to stick with Tennessee. I think they'll have time to prepare, and I think they'll beat Purdue. All right, North Carolina from the ACC, Auburn from the SEC, Tim. Who are we going with? This is going to be a beauty, too. Um, Yeah, this one's going to be fun. This should be a good game. They're pretty evenly matched. I'm going to go with North Carolina because based more on probably experience and all that sort of stuff than anything else. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Auburn didn't, you know, they're again, okay. They, they, they could have easily been gone in the first round. Oh yeah. Uh, and Kansas, well, we've come to the conclusion that Kansas really isn't that good. So I don't know. What are we going to see from Auburn? Uh, North Carolina, they're Monday. They're the same. If they play good, they're a really good team, but they kind of been known to take some nights off. And if they do that against Auburn, they're going to get spanked. Um, that being said, I will stick with North Carolina, although this is going to be a humdinger of a game. If Auburn's making shots, they are tough to beat. So I'm going to go with North Carolina because I think North Carolina's defense can bother Auburn, and I think Auburn will not be making shots like they normally do. Well, and, and Charles Barkley is a curse on Auburn. <laughs> oh man it's true Something else. I like Charles I don't mean it in a negative way in that sense just Charles is never destined to win anything poor man alright and we can't really predict the last game because Houston and Ohio State are going at it right now however Houston yeah, is close in on the end of the first Houston is up 9 against Ohio State starting. They're starting to enforce their will on that game a little bit, but there's an awful lot of basketball left to play there yet. So I don't care who wins that game. I think Kentucky is going to win moving forward. Yeah, I think they have that would ability. be my guess. Um, I, I think Kentucky wins moving on. That's just me, and I think we'll see yeah. Kentucky. Um, I think we'll see Kentucky, North Carolina, and that will be a showdown for the ages. Well, that's what I've got. I mean, I've, we've got some. Like if it plays out. Right. I've got Gonzaga playing Michigan, North Carolina playing Kentucky. Both great games. And oh, yeah. would be great and would be great even with uh, even with a little bit of switching there, let's say Texas Tech beat Michigan. Well, even if even if we got Florida State versus Texas Tech, that's still a pretty good game. Um, yeah. you know, can't can't complain about what's gonna come out of the bottom of the bracket. At the top I've got Duke against Michigan State. I don't think anybody can argue with that. Um, and there's no, there's I have the only place too. where there's a, yeah, the only place where we got some stinkers is on the other side. Although we assume it's going to end up being Virginia against either Tennessee or Purdue, and that ain't all that bad either. Yeah. There should be some seriously good Elite Eight games and final four games. I mean, it should really get to, and I don't, I don't, you want to take those last eight teams. I don't care who wins out of those teams. That's going to make for one hell of a final game. One way or the it other. Is. They're just, there's it no, is. there's no snoozers this year. Like some years you get, you get that odd one that you just know sort of don't belong, but I don't see that in the, if my eight pans out the way my eight is, I don't know who that would be. You know who's the who's the weak squad between 
you know, North Carolina, Virginia, Duke, and Michigan. I'm, who doesn't? You know, who don't belong have, in there? No. I have Duke, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Michigan. So <laughs> there's the okay, difference. But, say, but 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 same diff of those four. Who who in there is is a, is a weak one? Nobody. Again, it's hard to make, pick one. Yeah, you can make the argument. You know, it almost comes down to. Uh, you're either going to go straight paper and pen, which is going to give you Duke, if you're going to go purely on numbers, or you're probably going to pick the team that you like the most, because it's pretty much yeah, that. more than either. likely. It's pretty close to being that even, that there's not really anything to, to choose from, where you can say, well, okay, I really love, uh, okay, in your case, for instance. Well, we got down to the, the, the uh, final, the Elite Eight game is uh, – Duke versus West Virginia. Okay, I mean, your heart wants West Virginia to win, but your brain's going to tell you Duke's going to beat the unholy stuffing out of West Virginia. <laughs> you know, I've never picked West Virginia to win at all in my brain. No, but, 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 I did, but you would like I did part of you would like to, is what I I'm would. getting at. I did. But, but there's, enough, <laughs> I did there's, enough separ- there's enough separation, though, them, between those fight. teams that you don't. I did, but pick, if, I did pick them to make the finals one year, though. <laughs> I mean, if they're if they're that close, then you know, then it's going to be a bit of both, right? You're gonna you'll be able to go. Well, I really love West Virginia, and I can justify it with the pencil. But there's just sometimes where you just, I mean, if you're gonna if we're picking for who's gonna win, that's a big difference between who I'd like to win. I mean, if that's my bracket, you know, Duke loses in the first round. Yeah. You know, oh, well, and, and whoever you hate, like for me, it would be, all right, Duke loses to North, North Dakota State, and uh, Bradley beats Michigan State just for starters, just to get the two teams I don't like out of there. Then I start, you know, then all, <laughs> then all the, the lower-seeded teams start winning because I enjoy that quite a bit. When, you know, oh, we all Clavera, do. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. But, I mean, at some point, mm. I mean, there's a big difference between if you're putting money on it or betting or whatever versus. Yeah, yeah, there is. But, yeah, like Tim, but Tim, uh, I know we're, we're I got to cut things a little short here as my oh, little one has. Such a beggar. I am. My little one has fallen asleep and we have to get him into bed. So, I'm going to have to cut this takes... one a little short. Then you're what either is... using the word little wrong if it takes two of you or you just want to go no really Cade's asleep <laughs> I know but why would it take two of you to put Cade to bed is he that big well I mean I'm in his room I'm in the room podcasting with oh. his crib <laughs> why are you not in the garage where you belong uh because I'm at Autumn's I'm because not, you're not at, at home my... you're not you're not at Broadcasting Central no, I'm not. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I I will let that slide. But let let me go on the record as saying I'm deeply disappointed. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this NCAA tournament update. We got through the first two rounds, and I'd say we'll probably return again and get oh, at and least. You can. By the way, you can go. We have a special guest coming on. You can go, and I'll I'll end the episode and make sure everything shuts down. Okay. Well, for, I'm Nate. Tim will shut the episode down. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And, uh, Tim, go ahead. It's all yours. Yes, we, we now turn the floor over to Medium TR.
<laughs> hey, everybody, you suckers. I see you again, my my deadbeat dad, Tom Robinson, did not show up yet again for another Wide Man Can't Jump episode. No surprise there. He's kind of, well, like Louisville in the first round, if you know what I'm saying. But anyway, I'm little, medium, virgin on large, TR. I got a few things to say about the NCAA tournament challenge brackets. My stepdad would not let me put my own tournament challenge in because apparently I'm only eight years old and betting on NCAA basketball is wrong if you're only eight. Surprisingly, my biological father had a totally different attitude towards my gambling. But if I was picking, and I haven't been allowed to watch the games either because they don't start till nine o'clock and my stepdaddy make me go to bed, I will pick Duke to defeat Duke Duke's third squad to defeat Duke's fourth squad. And in the championship game, Duke's starters will defeat Duke's number two lineup in a close battle uh, where they will all raise Mike Krzyzewski's shoulders up in the air, have him cut down all the baskets, which I understand is in vogue when you win a basketball tournament. Now, I got a few things to say about Nate Bush. I don't know Nate very well. My stepdaddy Tim tell me Nate not a bad fellow. But he always running out early and he always blaming it on his kid. I'm pretty sure Nate is going to the refrigerator. I can probably hear he's probably muted himself and he's probably laughing right now. But I'm pretty sure when he goes early, it's just so he can tell uh-uh, that he got another 15 minutes left of the podcast but he really having Chick-fil-A in the garage. Or he running down to the 7-Eleven, picking himself up a couple of big gulps and some extra big bags of chips. And in the ride home, he eats it all, cleans himself up, goes back for the podcast like he never left the house. Nate Bush, if this is true, I salute you. You are one crafty mofo. I hope to be back on the podcast in a more official manner when I hit 10 years old. Daddy said I could. Tim said it'd probably be okay as long as I promise not to swear like I sometimes do and go on and off at my father. Daddy, where are you? Is it like some kind of like reverse poltergeist thing where you're just stuck in front of the TV, not really in it, but stuck in front of it and no one can reach you? Or have you been sucked up by your delivery truck? and are wandering around in the back of an endless maze of packages that are undeliverable because you can't come up with enough fake names to sign on the bills. If you need help, give us a call or a text or shoot even a Twitter would be okay. But anyway, Daddy, I miss you a little bit, but not enough for you yet to come and get me because Canada is a great place. I love it here. Peace out.